0: Hello and welcome to Above the Clouds, the Angel City podcast with two homies from the Upper Deck. I'm Jeremy Riss and this is Kyle Scoble. We're your co-hosts who review the home games and talk about everything related to the club's inaugural season. What up? Hello. I know we we're eager to get this one going. Kyle, how you feeling?
1: Oh, well, mentally not great and physically I'm better now, but uh, I was sick last week. Um, but... I'm still struggling with this loss for a couple different reasons but it is just weird in a lot of different ways
0: yeah well um shoot let's just jump right into it so well, how are you
1: feeling how are you we gotta we gotta get it all out there
0: okay yeah this I is, also I also too am, am not feeling great but uh both of us have recently had the covid yeah we um, got it. And so neither one of us was able to make it to the actual game. Um, So that's sad. We watched the Mm -hmm. game and that also made us sad.
1: Very. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's just like, it's like back to the beginning of the challenge cup in some ways with the way the the play kind of went. You know, like the last two games were definitely building and improving and it just like completely regressed in a lot of ways. It felt like
0: really did. It kind of made me feel like this season is going to be not a kind of like it's going to be like a rocky ride with a lot of turbulence. It's not going to be like an airplane kind of taking off and just kind of like getting to the, the peak, you know.
1: Yeah. You can kind of see recently, like some expansion teams have been able to like get it from the start, and I don't think <laughs> we're going to be one of them, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I think it, I think it's safe to say that at this point, and it, yeah. it makes it sting that much more to look at Alex Morgan
1: scoring four goals, goals. four motherfucking goals.
0: So forward. bad, dude.
1: So forward. bad. That's more than what we've gotten in the whole season. Granted, it's only two games. but That's still more awkward. than
0: Kristen Press in her entire career with Angel City at this point.
1: That's true. It's very true.
0: <laughs> and like, that's... <laughs>
1: yeah. Did you see the I mean, four? I couldn't watch it. What, one of them, she like just like hip checks the shit out of a defender off the ball in the eighteen and then just turns and shoots. <laughs> like, Lord. Yeah, took him to the cleaners. Two were PKs though, but still four is four. Yeah, yeah. Four That's that's four. four with a little asterisks,
0: you know, yeah. but yeah, I hear you.
1: But yeah, damn, bro. I'd love to be getting that number right now.
0: Oh, I'll take four with two pKs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take four with two pKs any day. Um, right. But no, so. this was this was this was really tough to watch. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, you well, so okay, so it was one nothing and, Orlando Pride, yeah, one nothing and another goal in the first five minutes.
0: And let's say Orlando Pride also um, who have lost like twelve straight.
1: Or like not gotten yeah. a result in. 12, they haven't won in twelve games or something. New like that. coach. They were like they got rid of a lot of players. Like that is not a team we want to be losing to, especially after we just beat yeah. the Courage in Week One, who also won the Challenge Cup over the weekend.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> like they like straight up won the Challenge Cup. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, in in a way, it's kind of it feels like the soccer gods like helped make opening night incredible and Mm -hmm. then they were like so we did something for you we have to take something away from you now
1: gotta gotta give something to get something yeah I like that theory that makes me excited for game three because you know we're kind of back to even
0: I think we're back to even, and as far as the soccer gods are concerned, I think, I don't know if they're gonna be like meddling with us in game three. So I think in game three, we're really gonna see, I mean, they took Allie Riley away from us. Um, she yeah, had the COVID
1: we... too. Ugh, COVID, it's coming. So, it's coming for us. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna need it because it's Washington Spirit next week away.
0: Um, oh boy, oh but boy.
1: But yeah. <laughs> they were in the semi if they were the- they are the reigning champs and they were in the semifinals of the Challenge Cup. So,
0: yeah, they're they're really good. They're really complete.
1: It's going to be a tough first away game. Um before we get too far into that though, let's 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 do it. We're going to have to go through this game. We might as well just rip the band-aid off and do this. Ugh, okay. All right, you started off. First half uh, again so okay, clearly folks, you need to be in your seat when the game starts. with this team like (laughs) we've had every single goal in the first 15 minutes so far uh another goal in the first five um this was kind of fluky-ish um i mean not straight fluke but uh a rebound off the keeper and right to sydney larue
0: no rebound off a read
1: oh right yes sorry yes
0: But I'd even say like if we're if we're really breaking down this goal, like let's go to the inception of it. Um Mm -hmm. it -hmm. comes down their right attacking side. It comes down our left side where Mm -hmm. we had where we were obviously missing Allie Riley and we had replaced her with Madison Hammond. Yeah. Is Madison her first
1: name? It is Madison, yes. Okay.
0: Madison Hammond rocking the ninety nine. Um really just doesn't isn't close enough to her player, doesn't make a play on the player with the ball, lets her get off a pass, doesn't make a play on the pass. Like she's just yeah, a little in, bit no, in man's no man's land. land. She's yeah. not doing anything. She's not impacting the play. And that leads to a person who's in the 18 and gets a clear cross, you know, and I yeah. think Jill wasn't even close enough to her there or whatever. We just have like absolute chaos down the right side. Yeah. Like, so, like people running around free, people running around like with the ability to do whatever they wanted. You know, she gets a cross off, and like it comes through, and Sydney Leroux sitting there open for the tap in shanks yeah. it like <laughs> so right. badly that like somehow
1: like it's not it a great goes off our
0: defender in, and then she celebrates the goal like she meant to do that shit. I was like, are you kidding me? Like you absolutely like do not celebrate that goal. She basically whiffed, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like it was, was kind an of unbelievably terrible,
0: terrible shot, and she jumped up like yeah, Mother's <laughs> Day and like fist pumps or whatever. I was just like, get out of here. Like you've got to be
1: kidding me. Yeah. No, it was yeah, definitely. I think I think Hammond got stuck in no man's land. Um and I think after today's game, we can confidently say that Madison Hammond is pretty much a center back and not an outside back.
0: But even would you would you really say that though after like she started at center back in the beginning of the Challenge Cup?
1: Well, that's what she was playing last year at OL Reign, I think.
0: Right, but she, I'm saying
1: she's, like she's, she's listed as a CB.
0: But those beginning games of the Challenge Cup, like we've we've discussed on the podcast before, like we absolutely were missing a level of like toughness and competency Mm -hmm. in the middle of defense. And as soon Mm -hmm. as we put Reed in there, we started to feel like, Oh, okay. Like we have two real center backs now. So like I don't really want her playing center back either.
1: Oh yeah, totally. But that's her position. Yeah. And it's not outside back. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, so yeah, that's all, that's all my point is, is that she's, she's definitely a center back and not, not anything else.
0: Well, and yeah, and the, the game previous, we subbed her in at like a right midfield, you know, thinking that like she would go out and provide some sort of like, you know, because technically she's got a center back next to her name. She should be good at defense, but she didn't even come in and give us the toughness defensively in the first game either that we needed, you know, I mean, right. at a certain point impact the game, like you have to just go and get a yellow card. Like if you're not going to complete passes, if you're not going to like lock up your defender or like lock up the person you're playing defense on, like impact the game somehow.
1: I don't know. I don't know if you really wanted a defender going out and just getting yellow cards willy nilly though.
0: No, that's totally fair. <laughs>
1: that was, really that might be a little a little a little tough. Um, I get what you're saying though of impacting the game.
0: Um, But yeah, just, just, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even like, don't even really take me literally. I'm just saying, do something, you know I mean? And she tried to draw that PK, but I really think that like the referee looked at her and was like, I'm not giving you
1: that PK. Yeah. It kind of was a real PK though.
0: It absolutely should have been a PK, but I just, she had such a bad game up to that point. I don't think the ref was looking at her like you were, you weren't going to do anything with that
1: ball. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's a bummer to see players regularly played out of position, too, though. (laughs) Um, And that's going to kind of bring me to my point, which is also going to bring me to my uh, player I want to discuss. And that's Allie Riley, who actually wasn't on the field. Uh, But I want to discuss her for another reason. And it is that if one player not being available, is forcing us to be playing other players out of position. Um, It makes me really worried. Yeah. It makes me real worried. Um, You know, like, that's, <laughs> it's not good if we don't have like for like replacements of our captain or, but just like left back, back line, you gotta, we gotta have someone that can come in there and really be like, yeah, you're left back. Like that's a position you can play. Yeah. And yeah. and it makes me worried about what would happen on the right side. Like Oh, what- dude.
0: I mean, can like we don't even have a right back playing right back.
1: Yeah, we don't. I mean, she's converted. Yeah, you're right. She's doing a great job now. And she's she's like totally holding it down. But yeah, she's not even a right back. That's a great point.
0: Yeah. So between <laughs> I mean, between right back and left back, we have one.
1: Yeah, and then we have at least two. And everything else
0: is like converted, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I Um, actually didn't really make that connection until just now with with Spencer. But yeah, that's a great point. So yeah, that's kind of. It's um, a little.
0: I mean, it's disrespectful to the position. I feel like that's probably why the soccer gods got so angry at us. Is like, yeah. I mean, like technically, you could convert a forward to figure out how to play right back. Like, yeah, technically, you could move a center back and put them. At like left back, like, yeah, technically you could put a midfielder at forward and they could play in that position, but it's like, totally, you could also just play a left back at left back. You could also play a right back at right back. Like these people, you know, specialize in these positions. Like, would you go up to Marcelo and be like, well, really anybody could play left back. Would you go up to like Danny Alves and be like, well, really anybody could play right back. Totally. Totally. Like, they're, totally. they're specialized positions. Like, they're, you, you know, it's not just, like, anyone can do it, you know? And I think we're finding that out the hard way right now. hmm
1: Right. Well, I mean, we have we have Paige Nielsen on the bench. She's listed as a defender. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to see... But this goes back to our other point, though. It's like, we literally don't even know what these other players look like.
0: We don't, you know? And for... Well, and then overall, I mean, let's say, like if we're just looking at the first half, right? Mm-hmm. Like I felt like there were moments within that first half where I was like, you know, endos really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, she was making a bunch of just like great touches, like really looked confident on the ball was really like trying to look for it and like find totally. the game and was really impacting the game. Like positively. Um, I really thought, that like the center the center midfield was was kind of running around holding it down like there were good moments in mm-hmm. the first half where i thought you know we were down sure but we had a lot of time to get a goal back right
1: right totally
0: and so totally. we were kind of like at a certain point we got like maybe around like halfway through the first half we started to settle into the game and then we took control mm-hmm. and like at the beginning of the first half they had control. They were all
1: over us. They like totally jumped us and we just did not match the energy it felt like.
0: No. I mean, I think that we were, we were probably just a little too cocky Um, after our first win and the home crowd being what it was. We kind of thought that it was like some sort of coronation where we'd go out there and people would just be so impressed that we've mm-hmm. like figure out how to get a crowd and you know, the stadium looks great and we got all these yeah, they'd, celebrity they'd owners and, be and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they really weren't, you know, and like to Sydney LaRue's credit, I mean, she came in and she was like, actually like, you're going to have to deal with me, you know, kind of first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, And nobody was actually really ready for that. And I feel like after Reed um, got the own goal, like, that, that was her worst game by far.
1: Yeah, she had a giveaway in the second half, too. That was pretty bad.
0: Yeah. She had a number of giveaways. I don't yeah. know if, you're, if we're thinking of the same one, but I remember one, like, McCaskill was, like, a yard away from her. I think it was in the first half, and she just, like, blew the pass to McCaskill as McCaskill was really trying to get on the ball and kind of, like, play and, like, mm-hmm. start orchestrating the ball from the midfield. Um And like, she blew that pass and it led to a counterattack and Jill had to like sprint back for like 50 yards and make some like heroic slide tackle or whatever. I was just like, whoa, like that's not, you know, we'd been heaping praise on, on Reed up to this point. Um, And I think we really started to see like why she was that kind of like unsigned player, you know, that kind of unfound talent and stuff, Uh like a little bit more up and down than I think we had realized that she was. She had been such a rock up to this point.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, no, and then um, did we have an offside goal in the first half, or were they both second half? Yeah, the
0: uh, flick-on goal, I think, was in the first half.
1: Yeah. The one so, that was, I forget the first who one was, flicked it on. Uh, yeah, who did flick
0: it on? But I think that's the one that Press finished. Yeah. And uh, she was so barely offsides.
1: It's tough. It's, that one, I think, could have gone either way. I think if they called it on, you'd be like, yeah, if they called it off, you're like, eh. yeah, it's tough. It's tough because we're so used to VAR too at this point to yeah. not have it is like <laughs> shocking almost.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's so. on TV. So like whatever budget they need, you know, to like, you know, just save on the budget and just ask the phone into the CBS booth commentators and just be like what what are you guys seeing up there you know like totally use a cell phone like if it's a budget issue just like bring your own personal iphone onto the field as a center referee and make that call to, <laughs> to the guy you know like come on man i mean we could have looked at that like i i think we we got robbed there a little bit
1: but one of the two has to be on to get both of those called off is is really tough
0: yeah, so, really. And tough. there were a couple. There were a couple other offsides calls that I just thought were really. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I don't really have a problem with a bunch of offsides calls because it means that you're really taking the game to the other totally. team and you're kind of like forcing the issue and asking the the right questions. But totally. I mean, in the same breath, then I would also say like, but holy shit, stay
1: on sides. Yeah. <laughs> we we do know how the rule works. Yeah. Like um, yeah, well, there's also the one yellow that was laughable. One of our center backs got like wrestled to the ground, and then she got a yellow for it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, that was also Reed. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that was Reed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was. A, it was a good scrap. I mean, like both both girls were going after it really hard, and you know, Reed actually came out on the losing side of that, and then got the yellow card. It was, it was like, like, I'm sorry, th- what? Like yeah. That was weird. It was other? Let's uh, stay in the first half. Did you have any other thoughts on
1: the first half? Like, Well, I mean, I think this definitely plays out a lot in the second half as well. But, um, you know, we are still kind of struggling with, like, what do we want to do when we have the ball? Mm-hmm. Are we trying to get it wide and then beat someone one-on-one and cross it in? Are we trying to ticky-tocky, play it through the middle? Like, you know, like we move it around the back and then it's a long diagonal. It still doesn't feel like we know what we're doing with it yet. And, and the first half was still kind of felt like the gears were turning, figuring it out. Um, it's still very reactionary on offense. Um, so that was kind of my one takeaway offensively
0: yeah and what and you thought endo was balling too though right
1: yes endo balls
0: yeah i mean she uh. she's looking great i like in the first half i was having these thoughts of like oh man like she's absolutely here the time is now she's ready yeah um you know she wants it too and everything and like um i think we gotta be trying to play through her so much more at the very i mean like like, like absolutely it was devoid, devoid met, of any other looking, strategy getting yeah. the ball <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I was like, she's got the left foot. Like, it's looking very messy ish. Yeah. And she's totally down to pass,
1: too. So, yeah, she's a willing passer. It's not like you're going to give it to her and you don't know if it's coming back out like some attackers can be, you know? Yeah. If the pass is there, she's, she almost is a pass first in a lot of situations. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, it's, it's odd. It's odd.
0: But, you know, that'll, that'll, That segues me into a point that I was going to make of, uh, you know, she is, she does look past first, but I also saw that change Mm -hmm. over the course of the game. Mm -hmm. And like after a couple failed like connections between players, like, and this was not, I'm not even singling out one player like across the team, you know, a couple like bad passes, like, endo gave up on the passing press gave up on the passing mm-hmm. Lucy gave up on the passing, like the entire yeah, team Lucy. gave up on the passing totally. And like, we just became kind of like, you know, who was going to kind of beat three players.
1: Yeah. Right. Or just, or like play someone through and then they cross it or yeah, it
0: was like the, the quickest, easiest fix or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a desperate, you know, yeah. attempt. like it got very desperate, like very quickly. And like, With the amount of time that we had to get a goal back, like that level of desperation never seemed appropriate to me.
1: Totally. Chip away. We're not stringing any kind of passes together Um, and just like making them defend and run a little. Like that's how you get a team. That's how you get the momentum back. And that's how you start chipping away at them. You make them run. Yeah. And you make them run on defense. Yeah. You're not running when you have the ball because it's fun at that point. So. Yeah, I think that that's a good point. That's a great takeaway. Um, Well, and and on
0: on, in in that same vein, too, I think one of the issues with that, like, does come to not having your best people on the field. Mm -hmm. So when you don't feel like you can just trust every single Mm -hmm. person to, like, play the ball and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. and then you start thinking politically about who am i passing to and why
1: yeah right right and
0: then all of a sudden the passing becomes that much more difficult because right before you make that pass you're thinking wait who is this that i'm passing to should i really be doing this
1: yeah and then you can like get the weight of the pass off cuz you're thinking and second guessing exactly totally. exactly totally.
0: so i really felt that you know um i really felt that weighing on the team pretty heavy like you know, we were missing our captain and we were missing our starting left back. And like, because of that, I think the whole flow of the team was, was really off. And like, once things got bad, um, they got real bad. And I, I, that moves us to halftime and yeah. like, you know, uh, I'd say maybe before we come in and, uh, and discuss this second half, let's take a quick break here like that. and, uh, we'll be right back with you guys.
1: And we're back. First half down. Second half still to go. Second half subs to go, and Jeremy's player to discuss. Let's go, Jeremy. What you got on the second half?
0: Yeah. So, um, second half we start off, and we are down one, nothing. We couldn't. We did get an edge again at the end of the first half, and really started Mm -hmm. taking it to them, and we started. We did. You know, being aggressive offensively, creating some chances, getting the crowd into it. But unfortunately, we went into that halftime still down one nothing. Um, the player I wanted to highlight for the second half was Tyler Lucy, mm-hmm. and the reason I want to highlight her is because I feel like she came to kind of embody most of what I thought with the way that we played this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Lucy was really careless with the ball but careless in the sense of being too aggressive and like trying to do too much totally. And like, because she was trying to do too much and pressing, you know, no pun intended. Um, it just resulted in turnovers and it resulted in like lost possessions. And like, you know, obviously like the, the highlight of that to me is her multiple shots from about 40 out. Dude. Which she had no business taking. Like, absolutely no business taking. I mean, coming into this season, we were looking at stats, right? When we Mm -hmm. were looking at the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were like, Tyler Lucy was like, oh, that's a lot of appearances. She's a forward and she has like nine goals all all time. Or whatever. That is not the player that should be shooting from like forty out. She (laughs) has to find feet. She has to play smartly. She has to play with composure, and she's got to act like she's got a veteran presence out there. Like that girl was playing like this was her first ever professional game, and it's not. She should not be that desperate. She should not be like feeling like something's getting lost. You know, at like we're only down one nothing. Yeah keep your composure, but like there's so many times where there's like dribbling out of bounds, passing Mm -hmm. out of bounds, shots that are never going to make it, you know, like stuff like that kind of just, yeah,
1: go ahead. I just want to know what happened in the first 40 yard shot that made her think, yeah, yeah, I just need one more shot. Just one more try at this one and then it's going to go in.
0: Well, I mean, she had, you know, like I, I could watch it in slow motion because like the whole like Orlando conceded possession mm-hmm. and was like really falling back, you yeah. know. But not even like in the sense of like all eleven of them behind the ball. It was like, right. you know, Sid Sid Larue's up there chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, she's walking back. There's a couple other forwards like walking back. Like Lucy's got the ball. The midfield is not even going to pressure her. Yeah. Because I think in their mind they're like, why would we? Why would we? Yeah. And so she's got all this momentum. She like takes a couple of those big touches. She's got the arm sleeves like all rolled up, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like ready to just like she's been hitting the gym, you know. <laughs> she's ready to like let this thing rip, like put it all into her, like score this like heroic goal and like uh. have the whole place going crazy. But like, you know, I mean, that's like that's like that's shooting with a god complex. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Like, yeah, that's come on, but. I think she was definitely a drastic example of it and i completely agree but i think you know other people were kind of playing in that same vein too and we talked a little bit about that in the first half yes, um, i totally agree yeah but yeah i think lucy definitely took it to an extreme yeah and was like the glaring uh example but she was definitely not the only one playing in that kind of vein so yeah but yeah, I think that's exactly it though. It was this this hero ball trying to do too much and just exi- again, just not being aware of the time and the situation. And it's just like mid first mid first half, mid second half. It's just like we're okay. Like we
0: we're, got we're this. Okay.
1: And the, I mean, the really
0: tough thing about that too is like when a player like Lucy who's like is doing that and she's not on the billboards and she's not the name that like is selling Mm -hmm. the jerseys and stuff. Mm -hmm. What's that make Kristen press do? Yeah. The same exact thing, you know? And so then she runs around. So now she's not connecting passes and she's not finding feet. Mm -hmm. And there are moments of the second half now where it's basically just McCaskill and press trying to play like two V 10. Yeah. You know? And like that to me was also just kind of like, it felt clicky, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, so the veterans who have like kind of accomplished something are now just like, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to pass the ball to endo. We're not going to pass the ball to Charlie. We're not going to pass the ball to Spencer. Like right. Spencer had to go find the game. Yeah, she really did. And she did a good job of that. I think she ended up getting the player of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spencer, yeah. like comparatively to, to Hammond over there, like Spencer looks like an all pro.
1: Yeah. You know, been she, good. She, she's like, well, she she, she's been really sure. good. Yeah.
0: And she played really well that game, too. But, you know, there are a couple moments and runs, too, where I'm just looking at Spencer and I'm like, uh, yeah, she looks like a
1: forward. (laughs) You know, at one point, she got an
0: offsides call.
1: Yeah, 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 right. Our
0: right back got an offsides call from a left forward position. Totally. So, like, I don't know. I got a lot of questions about Freya. And, like, I, I mean, clearly... She's not running a super tight ship because basically out there on the field, as soon as we went down one zero, everyone was like, "Fuck it, it's on us. We got to figure this shit out."
1: Yeah, and like McCaskill went real rogue on defense sometimes. I mean, like there was a couple plays she was in front of press. Yeah, she's just, just like she's you're a center the mid. Like yeah, like no wonder we're having a hard time defending right now. Like where where are you and what are you doing? Yeah, but no, no rules. Like there's yeah. no yeah
0: there's no parents home. You know, they feel like the kids feel like they can just run around do, do whatever. Um, I'm also just going to say like that sub didn't make an impact on the game for shit.
1: Yeah. So let's, let's, let's break down what the sub was. So Ricardo came off and uh, Simone Charlie came on and Endo dropped into the midfield from the front line, which I think is something we've both expressed an interest in. And, and it feels like it's kind of what the team needs right now. Is getting endo more involved in the midfield feels like the easier spot to do it. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't, it did not impact the game the way I was hoping it would. Because if you know, Charlie's the one that we think should be starting over Lucy anyway. So it was like kind of like really hitting two things we needed. Um and and yeah. But yeah, Endo, you know, Endo does a great job on the ball, but she didn't really like grab the game. By the scruff of the neck the way I think would have been great and, and what we kind of needed. Um,
0: yeah, well, I would say that at this point, um, I no longer think Endo should be a midfielder. I think that she got lost in the midfield. And mm-hmm. I think like there's too many people around her when she's in the midfield now. Like, well, I don't so... think that that's where she belongs. And I think she, her the impact that she had on the game was so much more noticeable in the first half than the second half.
1: I'm going to present this later in my lineup, but I I think McCaskill is in the spot Endo needs to be in, and I think we need to move McCaskill out of there, and mm. I think there might be some space there with McCaskill gone, but we'll see. We'll, okay. Well, no, we won't see because I'm not the coach, and Freya's definitely not going to be doing this, but that's why yeah. I got to throw it out there.
0: <laughs> well, um, I'm curious, so let's jump into that now. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, let's do a quick break. We got the second half done. Zoom's about to kick us off and we can come back in and do it fresh uh, with our post-game thoughts and looking towards next, next week. Sweet. Now that we're back from getting kicked off by Zoom, um, we can get into our post-game recap. This post-game recap, I'm going to provide, in my humble opinion, a potential lineup. And I know I just said I kind of put her in the midfield, but it isn't exactly a center-mid position and the big thing I do that I think we both really agree on is Endo needs more space when it gets really compressed it doesn't necessarily work well for her and I think that is kind of what was happening in that second half so and again this is also proposing the fact that we don't know what the bench is like so I'm just simply repurposing the women that we always start our games with yeah. but uh, it's going to be a four four sorry a four two three one. Okay? Okay. So the back four is going to be the same with Riley in for Hammond. Weatherholt and Recaro camped in front of the back four. Okay. I think they can build a partnership that'll work well. Yeah. And then the three in front of that too. So I have McCaskill out left, Endo in the middle, and then Charlie on the right with CP23 up top. Okay. And... The reason I think this could work is because in a 4-2-3-1, these like wingers aren't like wingers that are playing with their like butt on the sideline and trying to get into the corner and just cross it necessarily. They also can kind of tuck in and offer a lot of support to the forward. And it feels like McCaskill wants to do that. And now she can kind of just do that out on the side, and we don't have to worry about her positioning. Her positioning on defense,
0: yeah,
1: and it gets her out of the way for Endo to do her thing in the middle. Yeah. Now, I do agree that I think long term, and I think Endo's best position isn't in the middle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, um, I would. Yeah,
1: I, I just, do think I we, feel we need like her in the me. middle right now, though, because we can't do anything without it.
0: Yeah. I. I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant to jump on board because of the goal that she scored in right. game one. You totally. know, I mean, we found her on the left. She had space. She like took a couple quick touches. Like, what so, I need more from from Endo at this point is like playing with purpose. You know, right. not not just dribbling around and showing us that she can dribble. Mm-hmm. Which there were a number of times that she did that. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the last game against Orlando, I was like, yeah, you have great dribbling skill. But now you've just wasted energy to go like forward five yards, back seven yards, and then play a the lateral ball. Well,
1: well we're like not connecting the- passes though. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. But it's stuff like that that I think a young player will do is like, you know, using all that kind of energy instead of just taking the easy pass quickly.
1: Sure. Totally. I think though with this lineup with Recaro and Weatherholt behind her, she can roam and do what she needs to find the game. Yeah. And I think our current formation doesn't allow for that at all, except yeah. for McCaskill, who's not finding the game, and I don't think really can in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so this is definitely a formation that is like what we need now more so than putting yeah. players in their best positions.
0: Well, and I th- you know, Charlie on the Charlie on the right, I absolutely agree with. Um, mm-hmm. I think that. You know, even like when she came on and just with the speed and the pressure pressure that she brought, um you could tell the difference between like her and Lucy just like athletically. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. and like
1: I guess I mean, Charlie needs to start. Charlie needs to be starting.
0: Yeah, she's one of our better she's one of our better attackers easily. I I mean I do think at this point like the experiment has been ran like she's better than Lucy. She should mm-hmm. be on the field like if mm-hmm. it's a health thing you know, I understand that very much, and I think early on, I do honestly think it was a health thing. Like part of the mm-hmm. reason that Lucy got the start in game one is because Charlie had picked up a ding um, mm-hmm. in the Challenge Cup. But look, if, if she's good enough to go, like she's got to be playing, you yeah. know, she's one of our better forwards and and we and need like, that on the field.
1: and she creates space because of her speed you yeah. know we're talking about endo not having enough space like that's the kind of player that can create space for a midfield
0: yeah for sure
1: so or even just not even for midfield for other players <laughs> so so yeah i don't know we'll see but i think the 4231 could be something to experiment with and and still kind of play roughly into our strengths but i don't know the 4 2 3 is kind of the hot formation right now. Everyone's rolling with it.
0: Interesting, yeah. That's kind of a modified 4-5-1.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, with, yeah. With I'm a not. four back still, but yeah.
0: I think traditionally people would tell you that like McCaskill can't play that outside role, but I think you already answered that question by saying that like she doesn't need to be like burning up and down you know, that side because like Weatherholt's going to be on that side of the field and be like helping right. cover and everything. And like, I don't think she's going to be like our long distance runner. Who's going to be, you know, crushing it from, from that standpoint. Totally. Um, But also like, I do like her being out there. One of the things that I wish we had really stuck to at the end of that game was McCaskill doing like at one point she like put in a good long ball from this kind of like Mm -hmm. elevated, like left wing kind of position. Like she had moved outside far left. Yeah. And she did that one time Mm -hmm. and it was really dangerous because she's got that big foot that we always talk about. And like it went into the box and everything and then like got the ball in a similar position, like did a little too much and like couldn't get a cross off and then like decided that she was like, you know, it got blocked one time. So she was done, you know, trying that strategy. And Mm -hmm. like that, that is what should be our desperation strategy. When we get to that point, it should absolutely be McCaskill launching balls into the box. And we hope for, you know, we just start banging it around or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it was interesting to see us so early in the, in the season, get into this desperate position because like, you know, that might happen Later on in the season, like we yeah. might be trailing a game that we really, really need, totally. and like when we come to that, this game is going to be that experience. Like, what we need is balls into the box,
1: mm-hmm. and also especially like, with press and Charlie in the field. But yeah,
0: and yeah, and I was going to say in that vein too. Like, I felt like um, our set pieces were good. I thought mm-hmm. our our corners were good, mm-hmm. um, but we need a person other than Gilles like who's looking to get ahead on the ball.
1: Yeah, 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 totally, totally. That's a good point.
0: And I think maybe that could be Charlie, maybe that could be Reed, maybe that could be Weatherholt, maybe I don't really don't think press wants too much to do with these headers.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Charlie's perfect though. That's complimentary, you know, you get a good like rough and tumble center back going in there hard. And then you got your like silky smooth attacker who's got hops. Yeah. so. Quick shout out to Didi. Yeah. I think, yeah. think that's I think, the kind I of game played, where if we're yeah. not complaining about her, she did her job as well as she could have given the situation.
0: I so. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know whose fault it was, but one play really sticks out to me of the play where she rolled the ball out to McCaskill who turned around and immediately faced a mm. defender and lost the ball and started a counterattack. Right. Like, that's still... That's the shit that we're talking about. Totally. Totally. Like if you're going to have the ball and you're going to play out of the back and we're going to stubbornly play the ball out of the back
1: (laughs) in the 80th minute down a goal, we can't pass. (laughs) We cannot
0: start counterattacks off of that. You know, like that's not good enough, you know? So there's still moments like that, but I'd say let's also like, let's zoom out and look big picture. Like we gave up one goal. Mm -hmm. And that means like from the metric that I, that I presented last episode, like defense played good. They didn't play. They didn't play great. Great as a shutout, you know, but the defense played good. They gave up one, you know, early goal, even, you know, with Hammond back there, like they only gave up one goal. Yeah. It wasn't that terrible. Exactly. They didn't didn't play bad. Totally. Like just one, you know, like there were certainly players like who had off nights. Like Mm -hmm. I think Reed had an off night. Gilles was heroic. We should also absolutely point that out. I mean, she was like cap captain Canada, you know, back there was looking absolutely incredible. Um, And, you know, and then Spencer got player of the game somehow. I don't really know what she did to get player of the game, but I guess you got to give it to somebody at a certain point. Um,
1: (laughs) A little bit of that, a little bit. So,
0: you know, I mean, defense played good, but now we transition to offense and we Mm -hmm. are at home against a team that hasn't won in 12 games in a row. Mm hmm. And we could not score one goal.
1: That Mm -hmm. is bad.
0: That is a very bad offensive game.
1: Totally. Totally. Totally.
0: And we had 88 minutes to figure out how to get one goal.
1: Yeah, right? It's not like we were pressed for time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We had 88 minutes, you know, Uh, and like we made a sub at halftime, you know. But again, like here's the thing. We only made one sub at halftime.
1: Right. Oh, so I was thinking more about this because we were texting about this during the game. Here's another reason I think we don't see a ton of subs at halftimes in soccer. It's kind of the real first chance you have to tactically change stuff. Other sports have that timeout where you can regroup and like actually sit and talk. And I think coaches want to give players an opportunity to adjust.
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um. So you yeah, you go into halftime with what you had already had and you're like, "Oh, now I finally get a chance to talk to them." And, you
1: right, know. you know, and it's like, "I yeah. want to give them a chance, right?" It's kind of yeah. kind of brutal, but at the same time though, it's like we got five subs, bro. Yeah. So. Well, and
0: and she subbed immediately at the half. Mhm.
1: She did it. She did it this game, yeah.
0: She subbed immediately at the half, and I would say like, "Okay, so we're down one nothing, right?" We make a sub so we go like more attacking, you know, so we take definitely off, an offensive sub yeah. um, Ricardo who's like a more defensive minded midfielder and we bring mm-hmm. on Charlie who's who's a forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if like, dude, if she's good enough to play a half of a game, is she not good enough to go the full right? It, it I mean, it feels look, like I, it's not fitness
1: know. at that point. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know. But I mean, so she brings her on. So, okay, whatever. I would still say when you hit the seventy-minute mark and it's still one to nothing, another
1: offensive sub. You got to give them twenty minutes. You got to give them enough time to get into the game.
0: Yeah, Yeah. another offensive sub. And like I, you know, I think we're running into issues where the team is incredibly thin.
1: Yeah, clearly. I mean, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We still, we still haven't seen a lot of these women. So,
0: and it makes me wonder if. Tobin Heath might be joining.
1: Man, that'd be sweet. I think we'd have to trade for her rights still.
0: I mean, are we not a Tobin Heath away though right now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) assuming,
0: Assuming that like an Allie, you know, Allie Riley is obviously like, you know, She's down for the count with the COVID, but she will be back, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel solid about that back line, especially with Riley there.
1: Yeah. With Riley there, I'm not too worried about the back line so far. I'm not, I'm I'm really not even, even
0: as bad as Reed played. Like, I think that she's young and with, with the good veterans around her, Mm -hmm. I, I think that game, she can hopefully just like take a shower and wash it off. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, feel good about the midfield too. I like Ricaro, Weatherholt, McCaskill. The talent's there. But the talent is missing from the forward position.
1: Outside press and endo, or I guess Well, and where are you counting endo in this then?
0: Well, I'm counting endo as a forward, but I'm just okay. kind of looking at a game where we scored zero goals and I'm totally. saying, you know, obviously we need help in the in the goal scoring department, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, like, press is awesome and, like, you know, kind of creating chances, but she's not scoring. And, it's like, also clear and, teams you know, are going to
1: double-team her and just be physical with her.
0: Yeah. yeah. She's going to she, be in the she trenches got roughed the roughed whole up a lot. season. She got roughed up a lot in this past game.
1: Uh, I think it's going to be a long season for her in that regard.
0: But, um, I just yeah, I just really think we could use another, like, really talented attacker to come in.
1: Hey man, I wouldn't complain. Yeah, I would not complain. But I wonder if there just needs to be a little bit of tactics change in the midfield. Just the way they're lining up, the way they're who's in charge of what. Just feels like tweaking it a little bit there could help.
0: Yeah, well, and it's it's fun and it's easy to be the team up to nothing. You know, everything looks good. Everything is is all like happy go lucky and shiny and bright and brilliant. You know, when you get two early goals, when you get down one goal, everything starts looking a lot more dark and dingy and dusty and, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I, I was just very unimpressed with how we dealt with adversity.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's kind of the big takeaway. It's not that we lost. It's that it was like we had plenty of time and we did not look like we knew what we were going to do yeah so
0: the moments the moments that we created goal scoring opportunities were really not necessarily from like against the run of play out soccering them or mm-hmm. like, you know, winning a good free kick and then like getting a moment off that free kick. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like, oh, like some frantic shit happened and like, oh, we got a chance. Oh, no, we're off sides, yeah,
1: right., you know, totally. or
0: it was kind of just like, not Definitely. happening other than no, that. Yeah. like it just basically wasn't ha- or or i guess i would also say like desperate pk attempts you know mccaskill had one mm-hmm. that she could have won but like didn't get you mm-hmm. remember that one in the second half and then yeah um and then hammond trying to draw that pk and not getting it in the first you know? half right um yeah and then lucy had you know even like lucy had this kind of like crazy like turnaround flick in the first half that would like kind of came Kind mm-hmm. of came close, but those were like, we're kind of like hoping that luck takes us there or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. again, the soccer gods gave us that in week one and they were just like, we're not, guys, we're not doing that again. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: this is, this like, is week you two, y'all. Like, no. Totally. So, yeah. But, so we'll see what happens. Cause next week we got the first road trip. We got the first, like actually kind of like, even including the Challenge Cup, this is a real road trip. I mean, the last two were just Seattle and Portland. Um, you know, West Coast for the entire Challenge Cup. This is this is Washington Spirit. This is the Reign and Champs semi-finalists in the Challenge Cup. It's gonna be tough. Uh, it's gonna be
0: really tough, yeah. I think,
1: I, I mean, Yowza, yeah, if Riley is not back for that with Trinity, ooh. Oh, it's gonna be. (laughs) I mean, I. (laughs)
0: We're going up against uh, Trinity Rodman, who, if you guys aren't familiar, this is the daughter of Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Um, and now the most expensive player in the NWSL signed a million dollar contract. In the offseason. She's balling. And uh, she's the real deal. Yeah, she's kind of worth every penny. So.
1: I mean, um, I wonder if we go five in the back or something. Holy (laughs) schnikes.
0: I think, yeah, I I would absolutely be down with going in with a, a defensive approach. Whew, yeah,
1: wow. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That'll be, what is it, the 15th? Yeah, the 15th of yeah. May. And then, so with that, that means no episode. And then the 21st, they'll be back home. I think that's against Kansas City, right? i'm not sure and then we'll be back with an episode on after the 21st
0: looking forward to it um yeah thank you everybody for listening and uh you know keep watching and supporting the team and you know like we said early on i think this season is going to be a turbulent ride but at the same time it's going to be a ride nonetheless so you know buckle up and basically like who knows where it's going you know I think anything is, anything's possible with this team still.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Like we've said, the talent's there. It's just got to start clicking. We just got to figure out how they're going to go about it. So it's going to be fun. It'll be good. I'm glad to be doing it with y'all. And I can't wait for the next home game on the 21st.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. Volemos.
1: Volemos. Have a good one. Bye.